0: I think now with all the, you know, on YouTube, right, all the property videos and all that, it's so easy to, you know, jump on the bandwagon Mm -hmm. and think Oh, yeah, I can invest and all that. But the numbers really matter a lot. And it can work both ways. Like initially, I thought we couldn't afford it. But then when we did the numbers, yeah, we could. And then on the other hand, don't just think that, you know, other people can do it, you can do it as well. Yeah, everyone's case is very different. You really must sit down, look at you know, what is the amount that you are comfortable with before making any decisions. I think that's very, very important.
1: Yep, indeed, it is very important. That's Mei Ting, our distribution lead at TFC. She and her husband, Simon, started out by bidding their BTO in Phuket Panjang and are currently waiting for their condo, as what Mei Ting puts it.
0: Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's a real thing. Okay? I know, I know. Uh, I feel you, I feel yeah, you. Yes. Unheard of. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So after that, the, the next thing that we had to do was to sell our house.
1: Clearly, we had a great time talking about their property journey so far. And it made me wonder is this the Singaporean dream? From HDB to condo? <laughs> I do think somewhere deep down, many of you share this goal. So I'm very happy to have Simon and Mating in the house to share their journey and dig into the interesting details on their thought processes behind each move so far and how this kampung girl joins the atas neighbourhood in Upper Thompson.
2: Hi, I'm Simon. I hope you find my voice nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A bit awkward,
1: huh? Warm up, warm up.
2: Uh, I'm a private tutor. We are here because uh, my wife, Mei Ting is part of the TFC stuff. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah,
3: yeah you, can, you can. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. My name is Mei Ting. I'm also a private tutor.
0: And... Yeah, somehow I'm working for TFC as well. It's a coincidence.
3: Yeah, I such guess. a such a long journey, right?
0: Right. <laughs> How did we end and, up here? And and somehow Coconut Avenue is looking for people who are who just bought houses, and we just bought one, so mm. we are here.
1: Okay, warning, warning. Had a lot of laughter in today's episode. We had a great time talking about this. And we want you, we want to answer your questions. So episode 10, we will go live. You want to join us live with your specific questions. Join our email list, follow our socials, join our telegram group. Everything is in the description below. And to kick off the discussion with the duo today, I want to find out why Bukit Banjang.
2: So uh, at that time, we were not married yet. Okay, so and I happened to be in Bukit Panjang. I saw this piece of empty land.
0: Wow, like you buy the whole land like that, huh? Freehold is it?
2: It <laughs> sound damn rich, right?
0: <laughs> Can you just get to the port? <laughs> we only three minutes in. <laughs>
2: No, that, that, that was my that was my vision I thought, okay, empty land Oh, they are building something Yeah And then after that I, I went around I saw this, this bus stop Okay, so at that uh, time Meiting was working in the school uh, In the Bukit Timah area So then I realised that She can have very good transport uh, to, to her workplace So then uh, I just asked her I asked her How you want, to, you want to stay here or not? Yeah.
0: Then yeah, I think like initially I wasn't very keen because I'm from Topayor, right? Topayor the best central area. <laughs> Bias <laughs> Hello um, it's true. Okay. It's funny because it's true. So anyway, uh, yeah. So at first I wasn't very keen on Bukit Panja because you know West, right? I have never stayed in the West before. But then after, uh, like Simon's uh presentation with like maybe ten thousand PowerPoint slides or what. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then I thought, okay, at least there's transport to my workplace. That was my main concern. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, we decided to do uh, BTO for that area. And actually, the first time we did it, it failed. We we didn't get it. Only the second time, then, we got our house. So, that means you didn't
3: get the first project. Which was
0: a blessing in disguise, because turned out that project had a lot of problems. (laughs) There were, like, construction issues and other stuff as well. Yeah, so the house that we got was the one next to that first Mm -hmm. one that we applied for.
1: Okay, quick recap. When you go through the HDB BTO process, you will have to bid. And if the project's extremely popular, like your Bida Diary, like your Mountbatten, or whatever you, right, you may not even get a chance to go near the showroom, the secret showroom. (laughs) No, 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 just kidding. But yes, I'm sure a lot of people recognise and Understand, by this point in your life, you know that in Singapore, there are a lot of bidding and balloting. And if you don't get it, you know, you move on to the next thing lah, huh? But if the projects fail to meet the minimum requirement number which is currently about 70% of the project the project will not be built so for all of you wanting to say in Tengah please go ahead and get more people to sign up for the Tengah BTO
3: so was that the way of um, asking for the hand <laughs> like oh yeah you know maybe we get a BTO uh,
2: typical, typical. typical typical actually I didn't think of that mm, yeah mm. I didn't think of asking for any hands you already said, yeah yeah I said my fate already lah, so myself <laughs> just <accept laughs> What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: so
2: just uh, so uh, like uh, a <laughs> 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 I think better cancel this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, no, I mean, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, if we want to stay to, together next time, I also don't want to make make it difficult for anything to travel around because I at that time I was driving so. Uh, I was okay traveling around, yeah. but then I think for mating, she was used to staying in a central area where she could go anywhere in half an hour. Yeah. But if we wanted to stay in a place like Topayo, at that time we didn't have uh, a lot of money, right? so we just started working. So uh, that was definitely not an option. So we decided to go somewhere which was more affordable. La. So Bukit Panjang was affordable and uh, accessible uh, in terms of uh, meetings needs. Okay, so yeah. how, what was uh, how much do you pay for the BTO? What was the size of it? Uh, it was ninety-two square meters, a uh, four-room flat. Uh, we paid three hundred thousand.
1: Three hundred thousand, lah, very affordable, huh? Sounds like it may never ever happen to me. <laughs> Following the amazing climb in HDB prices over the pandemic, but no worries, no worries, coconuts. We shall all live in Dun. <laughs> But of course, this dynamic duo applied for their BTO in 2011. So that was a decade ago. Let's look forward. Why did they then decide to sell it?
2: Okay, so first, uh, mating changed jobs. <laughs> yeah, so the that transport option was not relevant anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. Then I became like you, right? Travelling around. Yeah. Became a tutor as well. And then at that time... Um, our house just hit the five year MOP. You know five year, right? And everybody go online, see what's their options and all that. So I think we're just trying out. We're just looking out and see what are the options. And then the first thing that we had in our mind was to move back to somewhere more central. I think for two reasons, like one for my family because most of them are there. And secondly, for our work, because we are private tutors, right? And we stay in Bukit Panjang. We, we had students who stay in places like C-Club. Mm. And going there is like a torture, even for Simon who drives. Mm. So we thought if we stay somewhere more centralised, then it will be easier for us to see whichever students that we needed to see. Yeah, So those were our main considerations. So at first, you look at Tok Right. But of course, as we all know, Topayo is rather expensive. Like you're looking at between eight to nine hundred K. And then we're thinking like if you need to pay this amount, right, why not put some more money and then we get a condo for like better quality and more It's new. It's new as well. It's no longer because Topayo is all mostly resale houses.
1: Hold that thought. Hold that thought. And is it really better? Are new launch condos really better as compared to resale old flats? This is an endless discussion. Everyone throws their bid and throws their thought processes within it. But everything boils down to your goals and your strategy. Don't blindly take a position, ah. Eh? And here we begin the juicy part of Kampung Girl turns Upper Thompson, Shunfu Market Going Girl. <laughs>
0: So we toyed with the idea, you know, of getting a condo. But at that time, it wasn't very serious yet. So another thing was, um, like, once we got into that process, right, we thought, okay, maybe we should get an agent, like, someone who's more knowledgeable, because we totally had no clue. Because it's just BTO, right? Very easy, follow HDB website, all that. Yeah, so we, we asked around, and then we found a family friend uh, who also helped my sisters to get their houses as well. So I assume that she's quite knowledgeable. So we got her, talked to her a few times, and then she 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 kind of like understood what we were looking for. And then she also advised and said that, you know, condo might be a better choice because like exactly like what we said, right? Just put in a few more, like some more money, more value for money at the end of the day. Yeah. Then we started looking at different developments. Yeah, it was kind of funny, right? The first few times we went to see show flat because it was our first time. Like We never went, we never, have never gone to a show flat before. Yeah, yeah. And then we parked at this old, old place, remember? We went to um, Dairy Farm. We thought we oh. couldn't park at the development. <laughs> we parked as some... up. Oh, I thought it's all for the VIP. That's how noob we are. But then actually, we could park there anyway. Yeah, so we went to a few developments to check it out and then. Uh, do we say our property name? Yes, we do. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So we
3: not sponsored, but... Not sponsored, yeah, Not sponsored, yeah.
0: I wish we were.
3: Yeah, text them first. Text Hello,
0: by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jscape. <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of the developments that we saw was Jscape, which is at Shunfu area. So it's relatively close to Topayo, centralised. It has a nearby MRT station, Marymount. So... We went to the show flat, and we kind of liked what we saw there. Yeah. And then after some decision-making here and there, we got it, la. just get
3: Yeah. Mm. So what is the idea of more value for money? Because I hear that right in, mm. in the discussion, mm. yeah. so
0: To me, it's about, next time if I want to sell, I think like buying a newer property will fetch a higher price compared to resale. Yeah. Although like resale, you know the size is bigger, but then you still must put in money for rental. So if you add it up, it's, yeah, it's gonna amount to close to a condo's price. Yeah, that's my idea. Mm.
2: Okay. And, and another thing about this is uh, not just in terms of value, but as uh, self-employed. Now both of us are self-employed, right? So the amount of loan we can take for uh HDBs and ECs, uh it's actually much lower uh because we have to fulfill the uh MSR as well as the TDSR. And uh at the same time we need to take a haircut of uh 30% off our uh annual income before they can apply all the uh TDSR, MSR limits. So uh this meant that we if we want to buy HDB or ECs, uh sorry, we'll hit the limit uh, quite easily, right? Yeah. So uh, we realized that actually we could borrow more money uh, if we bought a private condo. Really? Yes. How does that work? Because we only needed to uh, fulfill the TDSR limits. Yeah. So that was when uh, condos actually became a viable option. Right. So uh, I can't remember the exact details, but the the thing that uh, struck me the most was for self-employed. We the, the banks will only take into account 70% of our income Yeah, so I think I can't remember if the TDSR was 40 or 60% of that So your maximum amount of instalment That you can pay is uh, 60% of your monthly income That's the TDSR I think the MSR is uh, 30% instead of 60% So that's effectively uh, half of it Mm. Yeah. So if you if you do the math right, um, if you take seventy percent from our income and then take another thirty percent out of that seventy percent, uh, effectively we could only use twenty one percent of our income for uh, the monthly installments. Yeah, which is what I uh, I mean I feel it's way less than uh, salary uh, employees. Yeah. So we then So we, we buy condo. <laughs> Ah, so we buy condo. Yeah, actually it's more or less like no choice buy condo. Yeah, because yeah. when
0: you look at the, the amount of loan that we could get and whatever, right, mm-hmm. it was rather low. And then it's very funny, like, you offer us a low, lower loan amount and then we also cannot, you know, pay like a higher installment. Then it's very mind-boggling to us. Yeah, so we ended up getting a condo in the end. <laughs>
1: There are a few other pointers to highlight here. They decided to go with an agent because of a lack of experience, clearly distinguishing between the simplicity of the BTO process and the wild wild west in the private property space. But I do want to remind us that an agent is not a must. You can actually go through the process without an agent. You have to evaluate your time and abilities, but it is not a legal mandate. So I don't want to hear any more, oh, I thought only agent can buy and sell. Does not work that way. Also, as with any system, there will always be people that fall through the cracks. Some more serious than others. Least, I would say mating and Simon had kind of a bittersweet issue. The mortgage limits forced them to take a bigger leap forward and it seems like they're pretty cool with their choice. And Simon has a plot for us.
2: Yeah, so we wouldn't know terms like repricing, refinancing, mm. or what's the difference. What affects the uh, loan quantum, and especially for us self-employed, there's very little information out there yes. that we can find. And uh, f- further to uh, Ting's point, uh, it, it, it's, it's true. Okay, uh, after I listened to the TFC's podcast on mortgage brokers, then that was when I realised. I should have just gotten a mortgage broker Yeah, yeah. What episode number was that? Uh, I, I can't remember But go and listen to that one yeah, This is not <laughs> Not I'm
0: sponsored Not sponsored, <laughs> not sponsored. Yeah. Like, But if really, you want to pay me yeah. You can
2: pay me also <laughs> It's
0: genuine recommendation nice. Yeah
1: I'm glad I'm glad Good news is Mortgage Master is our sponsor for Season 2 of Coconut Avenue. They're a mortgage broker in Singapore with access to the lowest unpublished housing loan rates offered by the banks and financial institutions. Check them out at mortgagemaster.com.sg. Also, check out the many episodes we did with their founder, David Bay, the Mortgage Master. Back to story, Skate?
0: Uh, the location. Yeah, it was good. And then, uh...
2: Yeah, I think mainly the location, I guess. And then the design of it is okay. Like, we kind of like it. I feel that the location cannot fight. La. Because <clears throat> sheltered walkway to MRT, uh, less than five minutes walk. Uh, for me, I walk damn fast, so it's three minutes walk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, uh, okay, it helps that both of us know the area pretty well. Because we, we, we studied near there, near there yeah, yeah, yeah. before. So... Yeah, we always uh, hang always out, hang out play block catching there, all that. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of friends in Bishan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it has good food. Mm. Yeah, the Prata, la. there used to be Longhouse, but uh, not there anymore. Now it's yet another condo. So, yeah, it's near <laughs> Matriji. Yeah, so, near nature. Yeah, near yeah. nature. Yeah. Yeah, so it has I think everything we wanted More or less Except maybe If it's even cheaper Then it'll be better Of course, it's always always like that it's always a price But I
0: mean, yeah Yeah. How much
2: do you spend on it? 1.169 million so, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, some people would say, well, uh, I, I drive, what? So, Singapore so small. Why, uh, at most half an hour only, why need to, uh, pay, to so much. pay so much? Yeah, but actually, because we travel multiple times a day, all of these uh, add on. You know, uh, every time you get stuck in a jam, you curse, you know, you develop your vocabulary. <laughs> Increase your word bank. Uh, <laughs> then your usable vocabulary <laughs> decreases because you are only swearing most of the time. <laughs> then, yeah. you, you don't teach English, right? Uh, I, I don't I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, maybe I can start teaching Hokkien. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. But anyway, yeah. So so you know. Uh, like, like right now right i'm I'm staying in woodlands uh and getting stuck in the in a jam is is not fun and every time the feeling that you are running late because there was an accident on the expressway you know multiple times uh a, a week you know you multi- uh, multiply that to, to to the whole year um it's not very uh it's not fun now uh, it's not fun yeah so uh so I think uh, it's, it's better that we stay at a place that's more convenient. So at least, um, uh, you know, uh, it takes away a little bit of stress every day. It makes everything more, more li- livable.
1: You know, right? I can already imagine some of you listening, taking this part out to your partner and saying, Ne, 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 this is why we should stay near town. <laughs> to be fair, this is the mark of the upper middle class choice. And I'm not here to restrict your choice, but I want you to take the whole discussion of affordability, what do you value, your property goes, your life goes with your partner, if this is your current situation. Rather than simply take a snippet and say, Ne, ne, you see, traveling very stressed. So we should buy in town. Squeeze yourselves. Squeeze. It is either we squeeze our finances for extra surplus to pay for the mortgage, or we squeeze on MRT every day going to town. Either way, you squeeze lah. You have to decide. (laughs) I don't want to hear this. Okay, and I put this out as a caveat. Don't take a snippet as the whole argument. Of course, if you're single and you only have yourself to account to, still be responsible to yourself, lah, making sure your property purchase isn't stifling your other pursuits and needs on this journey of life. And actually, Meiteng and Simon did not decide on the condo right away, uh, unlike Aaron.
2: But we, we just go with feel. When we walk into the showroom, we feel okay, then we just go ahead. Because ultimately, I'm the one who's making decisions. No, no one can influence me, right? So I like I'll buy.
1: This guy buys property macam like buy underwear. Huh? <laughs> so go with the feel. Meeting and Simon, they took some time.
2: Uh, then after that, we, we didn't decide immediately we, we, because we didn't think we could afford it. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we also wanted to be prudent uh, because we are, we are self-employed. We don't have uh, CPF. So we wanted to make sure that we are comfortable with uh, monthly instalments. And so after that, we went home. Then we just, we, we, we thought about it.
0: And then at first, we, we thought we couldn't. Because condo, right, you hear the word, you feel like, oh my gosh, it's going to be expensive. So for a short while, we actually put aside this idea of buying a condo in the end. And then very funny, like the next day I came back home right, the moment I opened the door Simon was there with a book He was like "Hey, I think Ken eh. <laughs> So he did the numbers he's the, he, he, he's the one that's doing all the numbers eh. Ken eh. So he showed me all the numbers so then I was like Okay, so I think maybe Ken lah. So we called the agent Then that night We met with her We, we told her all these things The following day We went to Jscape And we made the purchase. I mean, uh, we, we made the agreement Yeah to, to buy the apartment Okay Yeah, quite, quite oh. interesting
3: Yeah, it sounds quite on the go like that
0: Yeah mm. But I, I trust Simon uh, Because he's always Very careful with Finances and all that He's the one that's Calculating all these things And all that Yeah so Yeah I, and, and I, I looked at the Money installment as well I think we can afford it So yeah We went with it
2: Okay so, so what were the numbers? Okay let's see Property price 1.169 million 5% initial payment uh, 58,000 So the day 000. itself
3: When you sign the contract Uh, The options to to purchase
2: Yeah, we have to give them a a check Which will not be cashed immediately Of 5% of the uh, property price Yeah, so uh, then I think there'll be a process of 8 weeks, I think For us to sign the OTP The option to purchase Mm. So uh, if we don't sign it during that period 25% of that will be returned to us so is, wait twenty five percent of your five percent will be returned, so seventy five percent, of your five percent deposit. Sorry, no. Okay, let me keep it simple. One point two five percent, they will makan, of the whole property value. Yes, right? yes, yes. I think it's the other way. Just now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, one point two five So yeah, they'll keep one point two five percent.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it was not working signing the papers that day but like, I cannot believe that I'm buying a condo yeah and then he wasn't around because he had to go for lessons right so it was just me and then I remember my hands were like shaking a little bit like serious mm. and then okay I'm really doing this now yeah so we did it yeah so after that the, the next thing why are you laughing? It's a real thing okay? I know, I know I'm I, like I feel you,
3: I feel yeah, you yes.
0: Unheard of mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah So after that the, the next thing that we had to do Was to sell our house mm. So that, you know to We can uh, avoid the ABSD mm. Very important Yeah, so that was somewhere in January, February area uh, 2020 So we put our house up For sale And then circuit breaker happened (laughs) and then we're like oh my gosh how are we going to you know do this and then yeah and then for a while we even thought of uh, we just forgot the 1.25 maybe we really cannot get it's it's fated you know all this very pessimistic talk and all that and then somehow um uh some prospective buyer came along they had one Zoom uh, session with us, so we held the camera as they are uh, the phone as they viewed the house. The next day they, they say, okay, we'll buy the house.
2: Really? Yeah. We
0: were, we were very shocked. We were like, wow.
2: No physical viewing. Yeah. The whole new world, huh, guys. Yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm.
0: And then we we're like, personally we wouldn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. If I if I cannot see the house physically, I wouldn't want to buy the house. But for them, they they did. It. And then it turns out that actually um, the, the buyers right, is a couple. Uh, the wife was pregnant at that time, so they needed to get house. In a house. So mm. somehow our meets met each other, so it was a, a happy thing for everybody. Yeah. So they, they, they offered, we accepted the offer, and then yeah, I did all the paperwork and all that. So we sold the house and then we moved back to uh, my mother-in-law's house. And then now we're just waiting for J-Skip to be Now we're struggling it, in ready. woodlands.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a story for another uh, Another day. <laughs>
2: another day. <laughs> okay. That's a story for another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right?
1: So they sold their place and I was curious Like how was the payout like I mean I know I'm a virgin in this whole property thing So I was like okay so after I sell this place You know I supposedly have all this money right How are they going to pay me back How are they going to give me the cash
0: So after we signed some paperwork Then the h people gave us this check Of um, yeah the, the cash that we would get
2: Yeah and they will return us the CPF accrued right
0: I think so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Can't really remember that. Part. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So we got the check, and then we quickly cash it into the bank. Very scary. <laughs> 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 cannot drop the check.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how How much for How much do you manage to get back? Around hundred thousand for mm. CPF refund, and for cash is about hundred and twenty five thousand.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. So then the hundred twenty-five thousand immediately goes to Jetscape. paying your down payment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then some. <laughs> okay. So how, how was that then like with Jade's cave? So, because you are buying a developing condo, right? Like yeah. it's, it's considered a new launch. So for all the people that are like first time.
0: Yeah, like, so know, how quite, does it work, right? no wracking. So just follow the instructions that our agent told us to do. So we went to a law firm. And the law firm did all the paperwork and they explained very clearly what is this check for, what is that check for. So we just followed the instructions. I think when we signed the signed the OTP, um 25%, right? Or 20%. Because initially we did paid the 5% of the apartment. And then on the day when we signed the OTP, it was
2: 20%. And the uh, buyer stamp duty? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So there was a couple of checks going out that day. Mm. Yeah
3: Bleeding, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bias, how much was the bias stamp duty?
2: How many percent? Uh, about 4% uh, I have the exact amount here, it's uh, $31,360 Yeah, so this is something that uh, everyone needs to pay, la, so we can't, we can't avoid that
0: mm. <laughs> Yeah. And it was very funny when I cashed in the cheque when we did that, I, a few days later, I received an email from UOB uh, Do you want to join our wealth banking? The other one like, said, No, I'm not going to have that money in the police.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I bet you put it out already. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm not going
0: to do that. <laughs> yeah, so it's got funny. Okay, okay. Yeah. And we also had to uh, get our loan from the bank as well. So that was another process altogether. Mm. So
3: you paid the deposit first, the five percent, and then you sold your property, Mm. and then you take whatever proceeds that was, you know, from there. It's about hundred k into your CPF, hundred twenty k in cheque, and then you put everything into Jadescape, right, into the new launch, to sign your twenty percent down payment and everything. Mm. Then after that, then you go get a mortgage. Is that how it works?
0: We had to settle the loan first before we could sign the OTP. Yes. Mm. Yes. So we were doing all these things concurrently. Okay. So the, after, the moment we sold the house, the next step was to get a loan okay. from the bank. Okay. So we looked around, interest rate and everything else. Then we got it. Then we did the OTP. Okay. Did mm.
2: you get a broker? Mortgage broker? We didn't.
0: Okay. We should have. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I wanted to.
0: Actually, at, at that time, I, I didn't know what the mortgage broker does. So, and then our agent, again, uh, she was very helpful, right, offering us all these uh, different banks and all that. So, like, okay, we just went along with her suggestions. But then after that, then I, when I realized what a mortgage broker does from uh, the financial coconuts, uh, gas, <laughs> then I realized, oh, okay. So, that's what they do. So, yeah, maybe if we had done that, then we could have um, more... Selection as to
2: which bank we could go for, as for well as uh, more clarity mm. on what are what our options are. Uh, because uh, I felt that at, uh, during our loan application process, uh, that wasn't explained to us because it was only by one bank.
1: Long story short, a mortgage broker may be able to give you a wider view of things. And by now, I believe we recognize that a property and a mortgage are two separate things. You have to be familiar with them in your property purchase. Also, CPF occurred interest. This is the amount of money your CPF savings would have earned you in interest if you have not withdrawn to pay for housing. In other words, when you sell your house, on top of paying for the remaining mortgages, whether you take a HLE loan from HTB or the banks, you have to put back this extra quote-unquote interest that you would have originally made if you left your money within the CPF system. We got CPF rep on the show, episode 9. We'll talk a little bit more about it. I will also take the chance in episode 9 to update you on all the changes in the numbers and the new regulations, so stay tuned with me. But through this conversation with Meiting and Simon, I learned something very interesting about private condo new launches. Your mortgage payment actually increases over time while the property is being built. So you only really start paying quote-unquote the full monthly amount when the property reaches statutory completion.
2: Uh, Our loan is a floating loan because uh, buildings under construction, uh, we cannot take a fixed loan. So it's uh, a... packed to the three-month uh, cyborg uh, plus uh, 0.8% spread. Yeah. So uh, at various stages of the building completion, uh, the bank will release a certain amount to the uh, de- developer. Mm. Yeah. So our uh, mortgage, our installment amounts, is based on the amount that the, we owe to the bank after it has released the amount to the developer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it started from I think very
0: soon uh, September I think. Right? Uh, Last year, September.
2: Yeah, yeah. When we signed the uh SNP, the sales and purchase agreement. Yeah, yeah, then then it started. What was the initial amount?
0: Oh uh, it's like very it's very okay.
2: I think four hundred dollars. Oh, Three hundred. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I wish you stayed at Mama forever, but no. Uh,
2: <laughs> then since then it has grown to eight hundred. And what is the ultimate
0: per month? Per month, okay. yes. What is about
2: your three, three About K, three thousand dollars. Okay,
3: so that yes. is when the property is fully completed. Yeah. Yes, and the bank will pay the developer the whatever that, that they still need to pay. Yes, mm-hmm. and then you get to stay inside. them. by the
2: time you stay inside, then it's three thousand a month. By the time yeah. we stay inside, it's actually slightly uh, less. Still slightly less because there's this uh process called the statutory uh, completion. That's when we pay the full amount. Mm, yeah, so there's okay. TOP, uh, where we'll pay up to I think 75 or 80 percent. I can't remember of the amount. Then the bank will release the rest uh, by the time we reach statutory completion.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay.
2: So you stay for two years, you don't pay the full amount.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Like an official, you know. Yeah, plan.
3: yeah. I know. No, make sure yeah. everything's see right? Nothing yeah, yeah, happens. But you, you can go in, go and, okay. and stay But you can really stay. Yeah. So, so it's a two-year process.
2: It depends on when you TOP. Because the the completion date is more or less fixed. But the TOP we don't know.
3: Okay, okay. So yeah. the TOP is something that you can the moment you T O P that means you got the keys you can live inside already. Yeah. But the statutory completion is a mutual agreement that by this time it should be considered like completed and you should pay the full. Yes. That's the idea.
1: Yes. okay. Interesting. Nice, Hmm. nice, nice. Okay. In other words, maybe during your first few years of staying in the condo, you don't even pay the quote-unquote full monthly instalment. Very interesting, huh? And if you think about it, HDB has MOP, Minimum Occupancy Period, which is a time where you have to occupy it and you cannot legally sell it. You cannot sell this property. So this is a legal restriction. But... In private condominiums, there are no such legal restrictions where you cannot sell it, but you do pay additional seller stamp duty if you sell it within three years of occupying. Okay, So technically, there's no MOP in selling a private condominium, but you do pay extra tax if you are selling it within a three-year period. So you think about it, this is you. So yeah, very interesting, right? For some of the people speculating properties, it may be cheaper than what we think. And I'm sure there are many other good juices that you've picked up today. And like me, you must be very proud of our kampung girl, Mei Ting and Simon. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not saying this uh, must be your Singaporean dreamer, uh, But I, I'm very proud of her because I, I also come from the Kampong. And if this is your goal, I hope you become clearer about the details of it and know that this is possible next week you will hear from rakesh our host from tfc stock giga he and his wife who is a foreigner okay important detail remember this bought a resale at haugang and he has some thoughts about using property as his retirement strategy my question is is it still possible today
2: oh definitely get a mortgage broker <laughs>
0: Not sponsored really? by the way Not sponsored yes. They are
2: saying? our sponsor For this season? Oh yeah Okay <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah. they sponsor us yeah,
0: yeah, The same yeah. generally yeah. think That you guys should get A mortgage broker
2: Yeah Please 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 do that Please do that Yeah, yeah. And also um Think about your needs Very carefully Um And please avoid paying A, B, S, D If you are If you don't have uh, at least two properties yet Yeah <laughs> Because uh, ABSD is is no joke uh, If you are thinking about it From an investment point of view Then you know If you fork out more money That money you can't get back Then your returns will be lower mm. You know
1: Yep, I know, I know And I will update you guys The latest numbers In episode 9 Also I never asked them To say those words huh? I never huh? <laughs> Mortgage broker or not Still your choice See ya